0: It is Friday, August 4th. I'm Scott Seidenberg.
1: And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Happy New Year. The NFL preseason is underway. And Shohei Ohtani puts over number 40. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is Straight out of Vegas.
2: Give me a
0: we are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Cleveland Browns dominate Scott's New York <laughs> Jets in the Hall of Fame game. We're going to forget you ever said that, AJ. Uh, <laughs> domination, that's the Vegas lead. Uh, Shohei Otani did hit home run number 40. Pitched four scoreless innings also before leaving the game with a hand to cramp. Seems to be happening to a lot of pitchers these days going on the IL, We'll have plenty of that when we talk Major League Baseball, but we'll start in the NFL Hall of Fame game last night, 21-16. The Browns defeated the Jets. They win outright as underdogs. Cover the original line, though, right, McKenzie, where it opened, where the Hall of Fame game
1: opened before we saw all that line movement going towards the Jets.
3: Yep, you could have had the worst number in the world, Browns minus 2.5, but you covered.
1: Covered every single number. That's domination, Scott. Don't you agree? 21-16, that adds up to Hold on. I'm get my phone out here.
0: 37
1: points. All right, there you go. It's too many. That goes over any number that you had for the total of true. this game. If you had the worst under you could have had, or the best under you could have had, still lost. Yes. So all the CLV you could have had. Absolutely. Did you know good? I thought it was
0: going to be a much higher scoring second half because of the running quarterbacks. The Browns did their part thanks to – DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson really had a coming out party last night. Eight of eleven passing, eighty-two yards. He also carried the ball six times for thirty-six yards, and the offense moved when he was in the game for Cleveland.
1: Yeah, in my mind, watching Kellen Mond and then watching DTR, I was picturing you know the SpongeBob uh, meme where yeah. he's getting up, says, "All right, I'm just going to head out." <laughs> like that, that's Kellen Mond. Yep. Like, you ain't making this team, Bubba. Sorry, <laughs> I got to be honest. <laughs>
0: the way that's that, about that if 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 DTR plays like this for the rest of the preseason. Josh Dobbs better be worried about his job because it'll be Deshaun Watson number one and DTR number two on that depth chart.
1: He looks explosive. This isn't like your typical, you know, fresh out of college. This guy played five years of college football. Like, this is a pretty seasoned dude. Uh, And his athleticism is a unique skill set, man, that guys like Kellen Mond just don't have. Uh, So his ability to run the ball as well. He ran the ball really well last night. And it, it drew the defense in. Mm-hmm. You saw the touchdown pass that he had. He'd drawn the defense in. Uh, I, I thought he looked phenomenal. He was probably my biggest takeaway from this whole game was, man, DTR can play some ball. But this is the new wave of
0: quarterback in the NFL. You need to have a quarterback that has running ability. And DTR fits into that new mold of what we're seeing. You know, Jalen Hurts come up on the scene. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is probably the best example because he's an elite passer and – can run, but when you have a guy like Justin Fields, who's an elite runner that can pass, I think Jalen Hurts is kind of like the blend of the two. I, I think Josh Allen is the ultimate blend of the two. Like sure. Josh, Josh yes.
1: Allen's probably the second best runner and second best passer, passer. in the NFL. Yeah, you, can, so. you can
0: make that argument, but at DTR and We talked about this when he was in college. The reason why UCLA was catching money a lot of times, the reason why they had such a good season and he had good production under Chip Kelly was because he thrived in that offensive style. And now in the NFL, where it's kind of going towards that college style of offense with the mobile quarterbacks, DTR, I think,
1: will find himself climbing up that depth chart, especially after last night. What did we take away from this game? Like, obviously... Zach Wilson didn't look terrible, and the thought was, we said this yesterday, Zach Wilson might be the best quarterback on the field. I don't think he was last night, but he, was, he wasn't he was the worst by far. Uh, it looked like he you could move the ball a little bit with Zach Wilson. It wasn't a total disaster. That's got to be promising for the Jets. Here was head coach Robert Sala on Zach Wilson's performance.
3: It was really good. You know, I thought he put it right on the money. Um, Zach did a good job. He was poised, uh, looked comfortable in the pocket, delivered the ball on
0: schedule, and uh, – uh, definitely something to build on. For him, just rebuilding that confidence and the swag that we, uh, that we fell in love with in the draft process and all that stuff. And I think he's getting it. Like, um,
1: I said it before, he's a rookie all over again. All the footwork's different. The verbiage is different. Uh, uh, the way Aaron plays quarterback and the way Hackett teaches quarterback is a little bit different. So just
0: there's a lot of learning, and I think he's been attacking the heck out of it and doing a really nice job. Zach Wilson, three for five, 65
1: yards in his uh, first half for the Jets. Yeah, he hit the big pass, and that was kind of like the uh, – it, it looked like a real NFL throw. Maybe overthrown a little bit. Receiver made a good play on it, though. Uh, it, was, it was a big boy football throw. It was nice.
3: Had three drives, two field goals, and a punt.
1: That's successful.
3: 67%. That's all successful.
0: Pass. For the Hall of Fame game? For your first time out there? And like Robert Sala said, he's just trying to
1: rebuild confidence. Well, to be fair, one of those uh, one of those field goal drives was after
3: the – Yeah, but did he fumble? He had five yards on that drive and zero fumbles. <laughs> That's true. Zero turnovers. That's
1: true. I was going to say, he didn't have to go far. The Jets were not very careful with the football in the first – or excuse me, the Browns were not very careful with the football in the first half. Well, the Jets did win the first half. They took a 16-7 lead
0: into the locker room and then uh, did not score in the second half. The combination of Tim Boyle and Chris Schroeder, Strebler, I thought Strebler would run a lot more. I don't know if it was by design. Maybe he was instructed not to, but he only took off and ran one time, and I even thought at the end of the game when they faced that the third and long prior to the fourth down when he threw the interception, he could have taken off and ran for like at least 10 yards and made it a manageable fourth yeah. down, but instead he decided to throw it and he overthrew it over the middle, almost intercepted on that play. Isn't it funny? Like how many times do you watch an NFL game where like the pass is almost intercepted and then the next pass actually gets yeah. intercepted? It's almost Ooh, like playing with fire. Yep, still a, didn't learn your lesson. It's almost like that thing that happens like in, in in baseball where a guy makes an incredible diving catch and then he leads off the next inning. It's like it, it just things like that just tend to happen. You watch sports long enough, but yeah, he he almost Almost threw an interception on the third down. He did throw the interception on the fourth down to ice the game.
3: So you had the Jets, right? And you had the over second half, or at least you recommended it?
0: Yeah, the the over for the game was obviously the play that we gave out on the show yesterday morning. But I thought the second half would be much higher scoring because of both DTR and So you wanted to see it go over.
3: You'd be happy if the second half went over. Oh,
0: absolutely. So
3: how pissed were you when they didn't call that pass interference on the second attempt? Yeah, that
0: was a little ridiculous.
3: He pulled him, man. He pulled him.
0: It was pretty clear that it was (laughs) pass interference. But, again, part of the handicap— because. Yes, it would have been like a lucky win if they scored on that. But part of the handicap was I thought – Minus one and a half? I thought Strebler would run the football, and Man. and he just didn't. And so I don't know if that was by coach's instruction or just by his own style of play. I mean, DTR, six carries for 36 yards. That's pretty much what I expected him to do in the second half. Uh, Streveler only one rush for seven yards, not what we saw last
1: preseason from the New York Jets and number 15. Here's what I know about the New York Jets. They need to sit Greg Zerline for the rest of the preseason. You can't afford to lose that guy. <laughs> he was, the he was their most valuable yeah. weapon yesterday. Like, let's just face it. Let's call it what it was. Greg
0: the, the leg Zerline. the best guy
1: out
3: there.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, you, give it up for uh, Thomas
1: Morstead, all right? You know, the guy's still
0: doing it. He had, He had – Three punts inside the twenty yard line. Yeah. Give it up
3: for the punter. Let's yeah, give it up
0: for the punter, thirty-seven year old Thomas Morstead. Still uh, going. Uh,
1: so the, those are the takeaways for the Jets. I think most of the takeaways for the the, the Browns come on again. I guess from DTR. I, I think the the defense settled in, like you said, in the second half. But uh, you have to assume Stefanski's thrilled about what he saw from from DTR. Yeah, here was Stefanski on both of his quarterbacks in this game. Uh, made some plays with his feet. Uh, I thought the route on the touchdown was outstanding. Good read, good throw. Uh, had some really good moments. I thought Kellen had some really good moments. Obviously, anytime you turn it over, it's, you, you hate that as a quarterback, and, and he'll learn from that piece. Uh, but I thought he also operated uh, at a high level. So let's
0: look at both of these teams now moving forward in the preseason. And maybe it influences our decision on how we play them in their second preseason games because they'll have the advantage. They have a game under their belt. The Jets will ne- well, we'll start with the Browns, who next Friday, August 11th, week one of the preseason officially begins next Thursday. Thursday, August 10th, we have two games. Then Friday, we have a bunch, and then over the weekend. So on Friday, the Browns will host the Commanders. So it'll be the first preseason action for the Commanders, the second preseason action for the Browns, who have minimal travel because they were in Canton and now they'll be home in Cleveland. So what's the spread on the preseason game? Browns, Commanders, this McKenzie. surprises
3: me. The Commanders are favored minus one and a half.
0: It's, and again, it's probably because of the quarterback situation. You might get the same thing. Kellen Mond and DTR, though, based on what we saw from Dorian Thompson-Robinson, we seem to be very high on on the, the Browns quarterback, backup quarterback situation. For the Commanders, I don't think we're going to see Sam Howell. And, and Maybe it's because it'll be the Jacoby Brissett. And we like Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. So he's the best quarterback on the field in that game. That's the only way I can see them being favored, right?
3: Does Brissett need reps in the preseason? I'm not I, even sure he plays. I don't. I, I feel it, like the Browns are going to be favored. You already mentioned they come in a week early, they yep. have a game of prep ahead of them. I like what I saw from the quarterbacks. I kind of like the Browns plus one and a half right now.
1: That's, I would bet him right now. Browns plus one and a half against the Commanders. My, the only quarterbacks listed for the Commanders right now are Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, and Jake Fromm. It honestly, if we. It wouldn't shock me at all to see a little bit of Sam Howell. Like Sam Howell's not yeah. like they can't just not play him in the preseason. Makes like sense. he needs reps. If anybody on on that roster doesn't need reps, it's right. Jacoby Brissett. So I would expect at least I would expect Sam Howell to start the game. Uh, I would expect Jake Fromm to finish it. Whether or not they play Brissett in between, I think that's what you what what's to be determined.
0: That's not a bad. You you know
1: you're probably right. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him for for a drive. Well, I mean, listen. The the truth of it is, like you you want Sam Howell to be your starter this year. Mm-hmm. If he gets hurt in the preseason, you're probably better for the regular season with Jacoby Brissett. Like yeah. it's it's not like it's the end of the world. You just don't get to see what you've got out of Sam Howell. But I think acting like Sam Howell is is Aaron Rodgers, and you can just have him on the sideline all preseason with a with a headset on. The guy's not going to be ready to start the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Like he, he needs those reps more than anybody. All right. So right now, Browns plus one and a half
0: at home to the Commanders, total of thirty eight and a half. How about the Jets, McKenzie, who on Saturday will travel to Carolina to take on the Panthers?
3: The Jets are favored on the road. Road favorites minus two and a half at Carolina.
0: Now this one's interesting, AJ. You think similarly about Bryce Young, or like you feel about? You know, Sam Howell, or do you think Bryce Young does not play in the first preseason?
1: Game? I'll say this from what I've been reading, uh, Bryce Young, they're they're treating him more like a veteran. like they they feel like he is the future. I, I, I again, though, I think he's gonna play. I think you can't, you have to play him. I just don't think he. I don't think he'll play as much. They won't expose him as much.
0: Well, according to the latest reports, is that Matt Corral will get more time than Bryce Young in the preseason. That makes more sense to me. And that's a guy that you want to see what you have there because you know he'll probably still be number third on the depth chart behind Andy Dalton.
1: Yeah, and he like he was a, a relatively high draft pick. Uh, and got hurt last year, so he didn't, didn't get a lot of time for reps. Like, even when things fell apart and there would have been an opportunity for him to get some reps, he was hurt, so he couldn't be out there.
0: This uh, couple of weeks ago, Joe Person of The Athletic said, quote, the former Ole Miss quarterback figures to get the bulk of the snaps in the preseason games. That will give the 2022 third rounder a chance to showcase his skills for the Panthers following what amounted to a red shirt season. Because, yeah, it didn't play last year in his, his rookie year. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense. I, I I guess the Jets have that advantage of having the game underneath their belt. It's not a home game, so, you know, traveling on the road, does that give them a disadvantage here? I still don't expect to see Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't play in the preseason. You'll probably get more of Zach Wilson, though. Maybe he'll play a little bit more extended time than what he did last night. Maybe we'll see. And maybe there's a chance you get even more of the Jets' regulars suiting up for a couple of drives.
1: I would listen, I would assume you get you get more regulars in week one than you do in this Hall of Fame game. Yeah, of course. So, I, I, this I, is the extra preseason. I think game. it's automatic that you're gonna see more of the regulars. It's just a matter of how much. I, I like both the teams that have played a preseason game. Like to me, that's that's a valuable thing. Yep. Like you, so you've been through it. You've already been out there. You've done it. Uh, a lot of these other guys have jitters first time being on the field, probably. So
3: the, f- the kickoff and the first punt were both dropped in the in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah,
1: by a guy who
0: was for his first touch in the league was a rookie that was right. back there for the Browns. So his first ever touch and he dropped it. Yes, yeah, it a little show little jitters, off, little jitters. <laughs> um, what did you guys think though? Was it was nice to have football back, like to watch? It kind of
3: was. I can't even lie.
0: I mean, I suited up in my helmet. I didn't have my jersey on I was- though. But <laughs> I had my helmet on. Had to get in game
1: mode. The jersey would have been more normal, I feel like.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, I haven't decided on the jersey for this year. I don't uh-huh. have an updated Jets jersey. Okay. Like the new style. And so I have to get like a new Jets jersey. It's that it's that vital, huh? Or I might just go with like the throwbacks they're wearing this year. Yeah. I might get one of those. One of those well, white can't throwbacks. You
1: just, do you, what, what Jets jersey do you have?
0: Oh, I have countless ones. And they're incredible names, too. Really? Yeah, Brian Cox, number fifty-one. Okay. Great jersey, Keyshawn, number nineteen. All right. I have I have two Namath jerseys. I have one white and one green. Just you know, you 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 have to have a Namath jersey. You remember Namath, right? Well, I remember. Yeah, watching him like it was yesterday. (laughs) You know, waving that finger, he's running through the tunnel. Yeah, I mean you have to. Every Jets fan has to have a Namath jersey, right? I got my Revis jersey. Okay. Shout out, Hall of Fame class 2023. This one's gonna make you laugh. Tebow. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just wear the
0: tebow i have a tebow did Jet you play shirt. regular season <laughs> games for the jets yes yes you did uh i have a geno smith everyone likes geno smith
1: okay shout out and my favorite player shout out to no drunk driving charges
3: how about that <laughs> yeah.
0: my favorite player on the late good. on the late 90s jets number 94 john abraham okay yeah I don't know, man. You so the like, most, the you feel most...
1: like you have to have a current rostered player. Is that the no, thing?
0: no? I just would like enough. Up- I would like the New Jersey, or at least maybe get a throwback. Now, when
3: like you're putting most... on the helmet at home, yeah, and th- before the TV comes on, yes. Do you think maybe this is ridiculous? Maybe no. I shouldn't wear a helmet while watching TV because you... my head is actually kind of safe thing. already. What happens if you need I don't... some
0: water? Do you have like a squirt bottle? I have a Gatorade squirt <laughs> bottle. Yeah, okay. you've seen it. I brought it in here. You have
3: like a trainer come up to you and, squ- and squirt it for you? No, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't wear it for the whole game. All right. Okay, okay. It's tight. It hurts. I only wear it when the Jets have the ball. No, no, no. no.
3: <laughs> I
0: just wear it for the opening kickoff.
3: All okay. right.
0: Like I like sh- put strap up your chin strap and get ready to play some football, boys. It sounds pretty normal, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: right. It's
1: totally
0: normal. After the opening kickoff, it's like, all right, I, I take it off and I'll put it back on my on my display. Because okay. I got, you know, my helmets on uh on a display. Multiple helmets? Yeah.
1: Oh. All right. <laughs>
0: Just, the Jets is the only one I wear though okay the other ones are like display only they have like a bar right in the middle of them so like you can't put them on your head oh okay. the Jets one's actually an authentic like okay. from shut like an authentic you can wear it what yeah. are the other ones uh USC okay he had a USC got a UCLA all right yeah got a Giants one okay so it's it, these also have to do with like where I've lived and where I've worked. Gotcha. So like New York is New York. The Jets are my Jets. But when I moved to Los Angeles and I did sports radio in Los Angeles, I got gifted, I was gifted a UFC a USC, UFC, a USC and a UCLA helmet that I put on my on my in my studio setup. So I had like the helmets there for who'd you root for? The, I mean, I was more Trojans than 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 Bruins, but you know, it was just it was nice having the two helmets there to kind of represent the local flair, right? They didn't have an NFL team when I was there. Those were the NFL teams. USC more so than UCLA. So those are my helmets on this. Do you have a
1: very cluttered apartment? No. No, I got a nice bookshelf
0: with some football helmets and books. Okay. Yeah. I have many leather-bound books. (laughs) My apartment smells of rich mahogany. And football helmets. (laughs) All right, let's go around the NFL and let's discuss some of the other news and notes like Yannick Ngakwe. Going to the Bears on a one year deal. Bears need defensive help. I mean it, And they also need to spend that money, right? McKenzie. Yeah. The Bears had a lot of money to spend.
3: Yeah, number one in offseason, uh available cap. Some people thought Dalvin Cook might have been part of those plans. Maybe Jonathan Taylor, they could afford a big contract, but they spend the first ten and a half million on their books on Ngakwe.
1: Ten million of this guaranteed money. Uh and he's Ngakwe's moved around a little. Uh this is now four or five five teams since twenty twenty. So he's uh he's making the rounds. But he keeps keeps putting up numbers. I don't know if he's like a, a locker room issue or what. If you look at his numbers alone, you say, "Yep, want that guy on my team." But for some reason, he was. It took him forever to get signed this off season, uh, and he keeps jumping around teams. But I, I'm a fan. I, I think this is a guy who who instantly makes the Bears defense better.
3: Did you guys happen to see the video of Justin Fields answering the question of, uh, "Is your defense so good that it's making you better?" Essentially cuz he was saying like oh man like you know they're going to they're always we're not game planning for them of course the defense is going to be ahead of us they were the worst defense in the NFL last year people <laughs> think of the bears as a defensive team they were number 32 out of 32 by defensive DVOA they
1: had the fewest sacks in the league last right. in DV, DVOA yeah they were a disaster i don't i don't know who's asking those questions but Uh, Clown question, bro. That's a clown question, bro. Elsewhere, let's go to
0: Detroit, where head coach Dan Campbell says, we have a two-headed monster at running back with veteran David Montgomery and rookie Jameer Gibbs. This kind of makes sense because last year it was DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, and we saw how many touchdowns Jamal Williams had. This wasn't like it was DeAndre Swift's backfield. I think the Lions are a team, much like most of the NFL, that just operates better. With a two back system.
1: I, I think most of the NFL is, is right.
0: And who do
3: you guys think has the higher total, rushing total for the season?
1: Jameer Gibbs. Incorrect. Actually, sir. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, you it's
0: think?
3: close 750 yards for Montgomery, 650 for Gibbs on the DraftKings total board.
0: I thought you were asking me who I think is going to oh, yeah. have more. Well, it sounds like you like uh,
3: Gibbs over 650 then.
0: I do, because I think Jameer Gibbs has home run ability. No doubt, and and if he like David Montgomery will be a nice runner. He might get the bulk of the carries. He'll certainly get the goal line carries. Jameer Gibbs, you put that guy out in space,
1: and he'll make people miss. Here's what I will say: I think they are going to be um, motivated to have Jameer Gibbs out there, right? Because a lot of people thought that this team maybe spent their draft pick on bells and whistles when their roster isn't really complete. Jameer Gibbs is kind of like shiny new rims when you've got a transmission issue like there's a team that didn't make the playoffs last year and they rolling. draft a, they the running back I, I think that there's going to be motivation for for the lions to say
2: we were right about this guy i'm rj bell and i'm going to give you some straight talk now there's two types of people that try to be healthy one is the fanatics they're the types that show up in vegas and they got a water bottle and they got like a celery chopped up and Let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1 and all of a sudden you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way that that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free 1-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2. And Five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, exclusively at drinkag1.com/rjbell. That's drinkag1.com/rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick Six. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried. You know who's on the other side? Who am I playing against with Pick Six? You're not going against. Another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you gotta do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're gonna have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DriveKings Pick Six app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DriveKings Pick Six. The crown is yours. Gambling problem.
0: Major League Baseball's Shohei Ohtani had himself an interesting night. He had his 40th home run. He pitched four scoreless innings but left the game as a pitcher because of hand cramping. But he's the first player in the majors this year to hit 40 home runs. Did that in the eighth inning when the Angels took a 3-1 lead over the Mariners only to see that lead fade thanks to a grand slam in the top of the ninth inning. The Angels losing a tough game, a game that they had they had it at hand I mean they were winning the game it was one out in the top of the ninth inning they were up three to one and now they are four games out of a wild card spot in the American League by virtue of the win the Mariners two and a half games out of a wild card spot
1: it's got to be concerning for the angels that Otani has to keep leaving games like it, yeah it's, it, you're putting a lot of strain on this guy it's getting near the end of the season it, it's starting to wear on him obviously. But you're also in a position where it's not like you can say, "Hey, why don't you just take the day off, Shohei?" Like every game, you mentioned four games out now. Mm-hmm. Every game matters a ton to the Angels right now. It's a—they're in a tough spot though because if they get to the playoffs, how much gas does Otani have left in him? And you're going to need him to start Game One. You know, you're going to and you're going to push him as
0: as far as he can go. And then if you push him as far as he can go, how effective is he as a hitter the next day? It's just a lot. And also, you know, you're going to bat him in the games that he's pitching too because you can't afford to have his bad out of the lineup. No. So it's it's going to be something that we haven't seen, obviously. We've never seen this guy in the playoffs. But when if we get the chance to do see him in the playoffs, I think that's a very interesting juggling act that the Angels are going to have to deal with uh, to figure out how they manage him. Elsewhere yesterday, Max Scherzer got his first start with the Texas Rangers. What a weird start it was, because it was bad at the beginning.
3: Yeah, isn't that the Scherzer way? Give yeah. up a home run in the first inning?
0: Three runs allowed in the first inning, but then settles in, strikes out nine, throws six innings, only allows those three runs in the first inning, and the Rangers win 5-3. If you had minus one and a half, you got that insurance run in the bottom of the eighth inning. Nice. Your very last chance to get it. And the Rangers did cover, beating the White Sox 5-3. to three. So Scherzer shaky at first but settled in nicely as the Rangers picked up the win. And thanks to the Yankees beating the Astros, you look at the standings in the West, the Rangers a game and a half up on Houston right now in the AL West. Speaking of the Yankees, what a bizarre story out of New York as they place Anthony Rizzo on the IL with post-concussion syndrome. Anthony Rizzo was involved in a collision with Fernando Tatis in late May, Mackenzie, what's what's today's date? August fourth. Yeah, it's late May. <laughs> post concussion, post post concussion. Late May is when he had this collision with Fernando Tatis. In the fifty-three games prior to that collision, Anthony Rizzo had eleven home runs, had a three hundred four batting average, and an eight eighty OPS. In the forty-six games since. He has just one home run, a 172 batting average, and a 496 OPS. He had been complaining about fatigue but thought that it was just, you know, uh, it's the grind of the season, I'm tired, whatever. But he mentioned that he would occasionally forget how many outs there are in an inning. And the Yankees sent him for testing. And when they sent him for testing, they realized that his reaction time was slow. Well, yeah, maybe that's why he's not making contact with the baseball. Like, no one noticed this before? People aren't watching the games going, yeah, Anthony, your timing's a little bit off, bud, you know? Uh, and
3: I mean, then you want to mess with the guy's confidence, you know? I can understand why someone might say, man, he looks and not mention anything.
0: Also, like, when you when you look at the hit, it looked like he was concussed. He was wobbling after the hit. The Yankees said, like, hey, listen, we, uh, we, we sent him for concussion testing, like protocol, and he passed, which goes to show you it's like, the baseline in major league baseball and the concussion protocol in baseball is not as serious as it is in football where it's probably like they it, follow your finger with your eyes and then be like, what's your name? Anthony Rizzo. Okay. He passed, you know, it's gotta be a little more strict than that, but this is ridiculous. Like I went back and I watched the play over again. He's clearly concussed and he should he probably shouldn't have played the rest of the season. Like that that's how bad it was. Uh, the way that he reacted after getting that hit. And to see him have a 176 batting average in the 46 games since that happened, yeah, it, uh, it 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 makes it makes sense. So his I don't know if he'll be back this season, but the Yankees right now, looking at the standings in the American League wildcard race, they are two and a half games back of the third wild card. And yes, it does help beating the Houston Astros yesterday. Will they do it again tonight? we'll find out. Here's your schedule for today, Major League Baseball, Braves at the Cubs. Kyle Hendricks goes for Chicago, Max Fried for the Braves. Cubs are hot. Kind of like them at an underdog price here. It's plus 140 for the Cubs, minus 166 for the Braves. I don't I don't hate taking a plus money price on the Cubs, especially when it's like you know, it's it's not like you're not getting Strider. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, Max Fried is great, but, you know, it's, it's, it's his first start back from the 60 day IL. I usually like fading guys in their first starts back from the IL, especially if, you know, a guy who's been out for a while. Max Fried has not pitched since May 5th. Almost around the time where Anthony Rizzo got a concussion. Uh, So I like the Cubs here at a nice, juicy plus money price. Rays are at the Tigers. Zach Littell goes for Tampa. Reese Olsen. For the Tigers, Tampa Bay, minus 145 on the road. Nationals are at the Reds. Patrick Corbin goes for D.C. Graham Ashcraft for Cincinnati. Reds are minus 190, total of 10.5 in that one. Astros and Yankees resume their series. Hunter Brown for Houston. Luis Severino for the Astros. Astros minus 145. AJ, that seems like a low price based on what we've seen from Luis Severino.
1: Yeah, it does. Luis Severino's been, let's just face it, he's been awful. Uh, the last several starts. Really, this whole season, he's been awful. So, uh, Astros is going to make my card. In the month of July, he made
0: five starts. In three of those starts, he allowed seven or more runs.
1: That's wild to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, he's not good. No. Uh, I like the Astros in this one as well. Royals are at the Phillies. Kansas City has won six straight games. What? They're the hottest team in Major League Baseball. They sweep the Mets. They it's It's baffling what's going on. Jordan Lyles is looking for his second straight win, but he he ain't going to get it here. Uh oh, He ain't going to get it. You're going back to the system. We're going Phillies. We're going Phillies run line here. Phillies are minus 250. Aaron is on the mound for Philly. The Phillies are playing hot baseball. Taking three or four from the Marlins this week was impressive. Uh, They're showing that they're a dangerous team that is going to make the postseason and then take their chances in the postseason. So, I like Nola and the Phillies minus one and a half, fading the Royals here off that six game win streak. The Mets, who just got swept by the Royals, will be in Baltimore to face the Orioles. Dean Kramer for Baltimore, David Peterson for the Mets. The O's are minus 170. White Sox at the Guardians. Mike Clevenger for the White Sox. Logan Allen for Cleveland. And the Guardians are minus 170. Blue Jays at the Red Sox. Alec Manoa on the mound for the Blue Jays, who haven't been hitting lately. I mean, you look at their game results. They lose 6 1 yesterday. 13-3 a couple of days ago, 4-2, 3-2, just not hitting. Uh, A lot of it could be because of, you know, Bichette being hurt and and not in the lineup certainly makes the Blue Jays a, a little weaker when you consider just how well Bichette had been playing this season. But Alec Manoa, still not right. Red Sox minus 155, though. James Paxton on the mound.
1: It just seems like it's too high against the Blue Jays. I don't disagree with you. I, 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 you're right. The Blue Jays haven't been hitting, but remember they've been playing the Orioles. Yeah, that team's pretty good. Uh, I, I think I think you're you're getting a little bit out of the comfort zone with that number.
0: And I'd, I I'd rather have Alec Manoa on the road than than pitching in Toronto. For some reason, you just can't pitch in Toronto. Jesus Lozardo goes for the Marlins. Jordan Montgomery for the Rangers. Texas minus one forty-five. Montgomery making his Texas debut. Diamondbacks at the Twins. Merrill Kelly. For the Diamondbacks, Bailey Ober for the Twins. Twins are minus 135. Pirates at the Brewers. Milwaukee minus 170 with Colin Ray on the mound. Quinn Pryster goes for Pittsburgh. Chris Flexen gets the start for the Rockies against the Cardinals in St. Louis. Adam Wainwright goes for the Cardinals. St. Louis is minus 170. Total's 9.5. And and it seems like a low total for two guys that are probably each going to give up five runs.
1: Yeah. I I don't know why the total is so low considering the the pitching you've got in this matchup. I, I couldn't possibly feel good about that.
0: And the Mariners are at the Angels. Luis Castillo against Reed Detmer. Seattle, a minus 120
1: favorite. Dodgers and Padres, Hugh Darvish against Bobby Miller. Are the Mariners a, b- a play on team right now? You just mentioned they're now ahead of the Angels in, in the wild card race. I I was kind of going to write the, or the Mariners off. It seemed like they were maybe sellers at the deadline, but playing good ball right now. They're in a lot better position than I expected them to be at this point. And I think we'll learn a
0: lot more about them once this series is complete with the Angels. I think this is a must win for the Angels. You're know, you dropping back in the wild card race. You had a 3-1 lead going into the ninth inning last night, and you blow it. Estevez blowing the save in the ninth inning. You need to bounce back with a win here on Friday night, because if you don't, you're dropping even further back, and the Mariners are one of the teams that you're chasing. You can't afford to lose three of four against the Mariners. you got to split this
1: series at worst so just like last weekend there's ufc and there's pro boxing this weekend though the boxing fight maybe not quite as uh is high level but there is some celebrity boxing jake paul and nathan diaz will go at it in the ring the numbers in this fight are wild to me jake paul Minus four twenty-five to win this fight against Nate Diaz. First of all, I'll start with with the just the side there, which I'm not going to bet. Uh, but it's up. I just reopened the app. Minus four forty-five now. Plus three sixty coming back on Nate Diaz. I I think Nate Diaz is live in this fight. I worry what Scott said the other day. I don't know if he said this on on the air or not when we were talking about this. You, I could see this going to a decision, and Jake Paul, they don't want him to lose two in a row. It's his promotion. There's a lot of money attached to this guy. Yep. There's more big fights to make. And I don't put it because
0: these aren't, like, real fights. So it's not like this guy's, like, losing any type of, um, uh, uh what do we call it? Like, WBC credibility yeah, yeah. or something, whatever. Like, it doesn't put it, for me, and I, again, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but for the amount of money that, Jake Paul. On air, you're not accusing anybody. Yeah, but for the amount of money uh, that Jake Paul and Logan Paul have from, you know, their, their just social media empire, uh, you know, to venture into the boxing world and to have these celebrity fights and to make the money off these fights, look no further than the Ben Askren fight. Is the most fixed thing I've
3: ever seen in sports. Like, <laughs> I thought you weren't accusing anybody of anything.
0: I'm not saying who did anything. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that fight, like that dude... Ben Askren was laughing, walking out of the <laughs> ring and back to the locker, back to the locker <laughs> room, laughing after, all the way to the back after getting knocked out in the first round by Jake Paul. Well, like, like he, he made more money in that fight than he did in his in pretty much in his entire UFC
1: career. But to be fair, we didn't know, we didn't figure out anything about Ben Askren that we didn't already know. And that's that. true, like, that's we knew true. that this is a guy. He was literally considered the worst striker yeah. in MMA. He went into a he went into a res, a boxing match where he couldn't wrestle. Yeah, and he got knocked out. And he made millions of dollars. I'd be smiling, too, if I was a guy. I didn't know how to box, and you're going to pay me millions of dollars to box? No. Okay. Let me, let me ask you,
0: AJ. Nate Diaz is done in the UFC, correct? Uh,
1: at the t- For the time being, yes. Listening to his press this week, he says after this, he plans on going back to MMA. Uh, he's looking at this as a, a payday. He's, he's going to make a ton of money for this fight, too. I don't know if he'll be back in the UFC, but I expect him to be back in, the, in, in MMA uh, you eventually. Do. Yeah. Okay.
0: He's made career earnings almost $5 million yeah. in the
1: UFC. Do we know how much he's going to make from this fight Saturday night? I haven't seen the exact numbers yet, but it's it's. I would bet it's at least half of his career earnings. Kind of feels like um, win or lose doesn't
0: really matter yeah. to Nate Diaz. But, but Do you, you want to lay winner, minus 445? But win or lose matters to Jake Paul because he's done making money if he loses this, I mean, he'll make money with like the, the, the videos and the social media and the podcast and all that stuff and the, whatever. But you think any, like, the, any people are gonna pay and watch him box and, and take him seriously as a fighter if he loses his second straight fight to the second straight, I guess you can call it, legitimate fighter? Yeah, he goes he, from undefeated to 0 and 2. He goes from undefeated against. Nate Robinson and Tyrone Woodley and Askren.
1: and beat Anderson Silva. Decision.
0: And then he goes (laughs) 0-2 against an actual boxer in Tommy Fury and one of the most legit boxers in the UFC in Nate Diaz.
1: Just seems like it would be very, very bad for his reputation to lose this fight. I agree. I don't want to lay minus 445, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna go over seven and a half rounds. I can't believe the number you can get on this plus money, plus 105 for this to go past the minute and a half mark of the of the set or of the eighth round. This is uh, to me a, a good value bet because I I don't see Jake Paul as like this knockout puncher knocking out Nate Robinson and Ben Askren. That's not real. Nate Diaz is a legit tough dude. This guy's been hit by the guys who hit the hardest. And kept coming he's been He's eaten Conor McGregor punches and kept fighting. I don't think he's going to be finished by Jake Paul. So I'm going to go over seven and a half rounds, plus 105 the comeback on that. That'll be my best bet for this pod. Best bet for this weekend is the over in the Nate Diaz-Jake Paul fight. This thing goes to a decision. Jake Paul wins. I think you're probably right. Judges are in the pocket. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, for the UFC card. The main event is actually, it's a pretty fun fight. Uh, this is Rob Font and Corey Sandhagen. The odds, though, minus 335 on Sandhagen. Not much hope there, uh, it seems, at least according to Vegas, for Rob Font. I tend to agree with it. It's hard to attack. I'll use Sanhagen as a parlay piece. But uh, I'm going to give you a play from the co-main event, Jessica Andrade and Tatiana Suarez. Jessica Andrade, is, she hits really hard but she doesn't seem like she really is living the fight lifestyle anymore. She's uh, she's on a bit of a, a slide. She is now doing OnlyFans. There are people out there who pay to see her naked. God bless them, like if that's what you're into. Spell uh, her name again. On, <laughs> A-N-D-R-A-D-E. Have fun with it. Tatiana Suarez is an elite MMA fighter, and she's minus 365 in this fight. She, the only advantage Andrage has is power. Suarez is an excellent wrestler, and she knows Andrade can can throw a banger. Like she could hit her with something hard and put her out. She's not going to mess around. She's going to take this fight to the ground, and I think she's going to look for a quick finish. You can get a prop on uh, on Tatiana Suarez, and you can get it at plus one twenty five for her to win by submission. Uh, I, I Suarez isn't going to mess around on the feet. She's going to get in early, and I think Andrade makes a mistake trying to get up that leads her to a finish. Uh, I'll be using Suarez in a parlay as well, but I like that prop, Suarez by submission at plus 125.
0: Head on over to pregame.com, take advantage of the discounted packages we have available for you. The NFL preseason has begun, and now's your opportunity to take advantage of the discounts we have at pregame.com to get an early bird NFL package, maybe an NFL and college football combo package. You get the best of both sports from your favorite handicapper. You could just go with daily best bets, if you will, for the preseason, or maybe a seven-day all-access or a weekender all-access. Today's Friday. Get a weekender all-access and get every pick from your favorite pregame pro for today, tomorrow, and Sunday. That's how the weekend works, right?
3: Should we tell them or should we keep it a secret for the people that listen to the Dream Pod? I mean, it's the greatest deal like ever. Maybe we shouldn't tell them. Just keep keep going with what you're doing.
0: Mm. Are you talking about the bulk dollar banana? The bonanza.
3: The bonanza. I mean, twenty dollars gets you a hundred dollars. And that's it's ridiculous. I'm I'm sorry that I even mentioned it pregame. And I'm that's it might just cost you some money. That's happening just today only. Today only. Friday. Friday, Friday.
1: Only Friday. You can get a hundred bulk dollars for just twenty dollars. Man, I'm gonna tell uh, RJ to start letting you do the commercials <laughs> on, on the yeah. Dream Pod. That was strong work, man. But it doesn't just end there. Because the NFL preseason has begun,
0: because my Jets showed that they Are can win the first one. half. Oh. 1-0 in the first <laughs> half, okay? 1-0 in the first half, AJ. So, in other words, 1-0 when I have the helmet on. That's true.
3: Okay? <laughs> You're going to be wearing it in the Super yeah. Bowl party? I, I'm sorry I have to do this. If the Jets
0: go to the Super Bowl, I will wear that helmet at the Super Bowl.
3: For the whole three and a half hours.
0: At the, I, will, I will be <laughs> at the, at Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl wearing that helmet. Yes. <laughs> uh, but use the promo code PRESEASON20. PRESEASON20 will get you 20% off your purchase at pregame.com. So if you take advantage of all the offers we have, sign up, get be a new member, get your free $25, buy, use $20. Get your $100, bulk dollars. Use your promo code. Get 20% off. I mean, it's like we're giving this stuff away. Kind of are. Only at pregame.com. Preseason 20. Get you 20% off your purchase. From Mackenzie Rivers and AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. J-E-T. <laughs> Even in
3: How a nice. loss, he does this. Have a yeah.
0: good year. Have a good weekend. We are straight out of Vegas, AM.